When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, Episode 14. Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential, whether you're already in a leadership role or you are an aspiring leader. Now, joining me on today's show is Lorraine Pirahi. Lorraine has a unique background, which includes over 13 years in business as the productivity queen, helping small business owners get organized so they can be much more productive and profitable. Lorraine is is a productivity specialist. She's a business mentor and life coach, all wrapped in one. And through her business, Relaunch Your Life, she transforms the lives of baby boomers who have lost their business mojo. She's also the author of Mind Your Time, 50 Ways to Succeed in Business and Life. She's a straight shooter and she's going to share her proven tips, her tools and strategies on today's show that will allow you to go from chaos to calm, but only if you take consistent action. So welcome to the show, Lorraine. Good morning, Emery. So many people I speak to, Lorraine, they've got incredible ambitions to increase their career or their business success, yet what really holds them back is they get stuck in those day-to-day tasks and, you know, that unproductive cycle of busyness. So they really never get time to work on the right actions they need to take to get them to the next level. In your expertise and all of the work that you've done with your clients, is this something you found as well? Oh, absolutely. They end up being, you know, reactive to whatever happens on a day-to-day basis rather than being proactive and planning, mm. scheduling. And I mean, this is stuff, it's like wanting to lose weight. Nobody wants, <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's so true, isn't it? Nobody yep. wants to hear about the fact that, you know, you really do have to um, watch the sort of food that you eat and you do need some exercise, but it's really the food that's the key thing and you mm-hmm. need some sleep and, you know, all those basic things that people um, need to do, but just don't want to know for some reason. Mm. And it seems like this huge, overwhelming fog, really, that's the kind of words that I have heard, because they can't really see the forest from the trees. There's so many different things that are mm-hmm. grasping for their time. So let's encourage everyone to take a step back and allow you now some time to share some of the things that we need to do to ensure that we open up the right time for us to work on the right steps. So whether we're in leadership in corporate or whether we're leading in our own business. So some really simple, basic things, but you really do have to plan your time. Mm. So use a diary or schedule, whatever it is you choose to use. All I know is paper actually works and a lot of you won't want to hear that, but um, schedule time out in your diary. And if you're going to use Outlook or whatever, you've got to schedule the time to actually get work done 
what I say, get shit done. To do that, you've got to allocate the time. So you've got to allocate time for if you know you want to change your career or you're looking to do specific things or projects, they need to be diarized and the time allocated for them and you committed to actually doing them. Mm. One thing that um, was an exercise, and this is something that you might encourage all of your clients to do, when you sit down and you track every single minute or five minutes of your day and you go back and look at that a lot of time we waste don't we that just kind of slips through our fingers but that's because we're not spending it intentionally Oh, absolutely. In fact, that's one of the key or one of the keys always that that's a mainstay that one. Mm. Um, I have a a magical powers timesheet. <laughs> I love that word. Magical powers. <laughs> yes. um, not every five minutes because that would drive me insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, they track it on an, uh, on an hourly basis for at least a week or sometimes it's two weeks just depending on what the weeks are because chances are once you get started, it's going to be an odd week. Something mm-hmm. unusual will happen and then, you know, stuffs it all up. But um, basically to track his time for, um, we've got him to track it for a week at this particular instance. Now there was a lot lot of aha moments in there but one that really stood out this was an accountant right and um, he noticed that from a particular activity that he wasn't doing as a result of filling that out when he added up the time um, that he was wasting and could actually charge out wow he recognized there was no jokes about 70 Eight thousand dollars worth of time over a year. Mm. Again, you know, there's a process to analysing it and all yeah. that to get to come up with these things. But for him, after the work we'd done with him, he actually could see loud and clear and pinpoint exactly what the problem was just by doing that one simple mm-hmm. activity that costs nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible and I'm sure that if we were all to start to monitor and track where are we focusing our time, what are the activities that we're focusing on, just like the example that you shared, uh, Mm. we would probably shock ourselves because how many times do we hear, uh, you know, women say, well, I haven't got time to build my network, I haven't got time to go to those leadership training or professional development because yeah. you know I'm I'm working so hard on on the task and really what you've said if you do have an intention you have to commit or suddenly all of this time is not going to open up in your schedule you have to whether it's a paper diary and I know some people that really function much better on paper and and seeing that being able to hold it others use um, electronic devices so it's really recognizing what works best for me and then then mm. implementing that so what would be another step that you would recommend we start to take well I think well first of all you've got to know why you know what what is the result what am what am I committed to doing and um, you've got to have as I said before you're having that commitment and you put the most important stuff when you're planning out your your day when you're planning out your week or your months mm. you need to put in there the most important stuff so for an example for me, right, is um, I've always been into health and fitness and continually do so. And as I mentioned before, eating is huge, okay? So please don't disregard what I'm about to say. But Mm. one of the things, well, don't disregard that because you really got to watch what you eat, whether you like it or not, if you want to, you know, shed the fat and be stay lean and healthy. Mm-hmm. But the, the other thing is exercise. So for me, in the mo- I'm a morning person. I have got it 
well, I don't even need to diarise it. It's like <laughs> it's embedded in who you are. It's embedded mm-hmm. in who I am, and it's a no. It's a no. And anyone who who knows me well, they know this is what Lorraine does first thing in the morning. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm up at you know by quarter past five, and and I you know and I'm off, and then up until about you know seven seven thirty, depending on where I'm going and what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and that's why I hate business breakfast because I don't it want that into your precious time. time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I don't go. I actually do not go because that is my, that is just so important to me. Mm. What an incredible and it's a value. Mm. Yeah. You know, so many women that I have spoken to, um, recognize such as you have that exercise is so important to you it's who you are and and is is, it really generates all of the other successes because when you feel healthy and fit and you've been able to get out there the rest of the day I'm I'm sure flows much smoother how many women do we know and I'm sure you you know as well that tend to put themselves last oh there is a breakfast meeting and before long all of their diary is now crammed with activities that don't allow them so whether it's meditation whether it's swimming whether it's running whatever it might be maybe it's reading a book just spending some time so that's really important isn't it to to be mindful about what what really energizes you what really connects with you because otherwise we're again we're just going to fill our diaries with things that are going to take away from us rather than bring to us and I, I've got a, I've got a big thing about that. Like you gotta you gotta be se- like selfish to the point you've got to put yourself first. So mm-hmm. yes, I, you know, and I've I've had kids growing up, and you know, and you know, trying to do it all and run a business. I've been through all that phase, and the kids are thank God all well, you know, well established mm-hmm. and good, you know, um, citizens and all that sort of stuff. So I've done a really great job, and I want to commend myself here and and let you know, make a public declaration. I have done the best job in the world mm-hmm. bringing up my kids and to who they are today but to do that I had to over the years and still continue to put myself first so Mm. even when they're very young you know I took care of myself because if I didn't feel good no one else is going to feel good around me either Mm -hmm. because that that, those vibes come out and those kids are watching you people are watching you are you a good role model of who you are Mm -hmm. and this all comes back to so much in our society is about planning to do the right things you know Mm. and actually taking it's one thing planning but then it's getting off your butt and taking the action that's yeah. the next step and stepping forward and and saying yeah. yes to yourself so this is all about your confidence right mm-hmm. you've you know learning to say no um, is very important knowing what your barriers are what your boundaries are not taking on that extra work at, at home because you know to to please someone and you know again because it cuts into you who you are if you can't get the work done in the time allocated well something needs to be addressed there mm. and and taking more and more and more is not going to help you mm-hmm. you've really got to sort of scale it right back clean out the clutter focus on what's really important and get back to basics and start doing inherently the basics of what you know and mm. if you can't do it on your own a real a big proponent for this you get the help in some way shape or form that you need with if you're a parent you talk about you haven't got child care well you gotta somehow you gotta find it I never had it I had to pay for it all the way through I spent mm. thousands over the years um, don't make excuses because this is your life we mm. are talking about here mm. 
So that's a really good indication. If we find that we're making excuses for something, if we're putting things off time and time again, we need to take a step back and look at, okay, what am I not doing that I should be doing? What am I saying yes to that I really need to be saying no to? All very important things. What would be mm. something else that we need to be mindful of when we're looking at opening up, giving ourselves time to work on the right action steps so that we can uh, achieve the next level of success, whatever that means for us? Well, you need to get started on it. So, for mm. instance, like when I had a point in my life where I got tired, worn out and over it, that was about four years ago when I walked away from business, mm. to transition it, for those of you that are in careers and you're looking for a change, believe me, it's not a two-minute job. You know, it took me a couple of years to transition out and to do different things and before eventually I came back into business again. But in the meantime, I actually did some some courses and, and made movements and, and it wasn't a two-minute thing. So if you're planning to make changes, you must get started now and not wait. So therefore, diarising, working out the plan, what you're doing and making those steps is really, really important. Mm. And also having that positive, you know, the positive people around you, that people that you can talk to mm -hmm. is really important as well. Mm. So I, allocating time for that. I think review, any you know? change, what you've just said, you know, a career change, it may be um, taking on a new project or stepping up with leadership can be really quite a... A scary thing because we, we don't know all the things that are going to happen. So I love the fact that you've taken it back again to write down what are some of those things, plan, execute. And, you know, sometimes just doing that and getting our thoughts out onto paper, while we may at that time not yet know step one, step two, step three, we're still moving forward, aren't we? And, okay, what, who do I need to go and talk to? What do I need to do? What do I need to find out? That will allow me to continue the step. So it's really continuing the, the momentum, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And be realistic about what you can achieve. And so when you're planning out, what's one little step towards that end goal? What's one little step that you can do each day and block the time out to do it mm. that's going to help you towards your end goal? And here's another question to ask yourself is, because um, we were talking about boundaries before and saying no, because you need to, if you want to get on with your life and, and make shit happen, you've, you've got to have boundaries. Mm. Um, if you say no, know what's the worst thing that can happen this is a question to ask yourself and then the next question is and can I live with that mm. so if the worst thing is they won't like me <laughs> well pff, tough yes. who cares Some, doesn't matter how perfect you are mm -hmm. ladies um, and I'm certainly not one of those nicey nicey types and you can tell I'm just not that personality style but doesn't matter how nice you are there's always going to be someone who doesn't like you mm. so you really have to get over that. I think boundaries especially for women is one of the most difficult things or an area that will often really keep them stuck and just to give you an example about you know wanting to be liked I mean how many of us um, can relate to that so you're such a wonderful role model for that for us L Lorraine and really being clear on our boundaries and sticking to them you know sometimes in the workplace uh, women are renowned for getting stuff done I like you know getting shit done but what can mm. often happen is people approach us because they know that we can get stuff done and we find that our uh, our schedule just gets busier and busier and busier because we're not able to say no I don't want to not be liked you know by people but often we will become so um, you know, no, exhausted in doing that, 
that we really can't function well at all. So what would be some things? Now, these are probably comments and things that you say quite naturally because it comes quite naturally for you. But for the person who finds it really difficult to say no, if they're continuously being approached, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? What are some things that they consider saying as a way to, you know, put up that boundary and stick firmly to it? Yeah, you could say things like, look, you know, I'd like to be able to help. However, I, you know, this needs to happen. Um, perhaps maybe provide them with another solution or mm. ask them to come up with another solution, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. I think I, that's I, key. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at the question because it's like... So you're just second nature. It, I'm saying no, yeah. you know? So, no, I can't do that. Oh, why? Because I just can't, you know? Don't yeah, think no, of an yeah, excuse. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> you know, I, why I ask this question is because I've got a, a, a daughter yeah. who is still working part-time in the retail industry and she yeah. was saying where there was a young girl who was following all of the procedures, yet unfortunately management was just requiring them to do tasks that was just over and above what yeah. was expected expected and was going to limit her ability to provide quality customer service it was really basically answering the phone she couldn't answer the phone because she was dealing with a long line of customers and it happened to be the manager that was ringing and she was irate she said you got to answer the phone and the girl kind of said well I was really busy but she really could have stood in her power and said look I'm very happy to answer the phone so just just to, to confirm that you would like me to leave all of the customers which is That's going it. against policy and procedure to answer your telephone call is that correct? Because I want to make sure, because if someone does approach me, I want to make sure that, that you have given me the permission to do that. Put it back on them. Don't take yes. ownership of it. Uh, ownership of it. Yes? Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. I love that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you'd like me to do this, but um, then this that'll mean this will happen. Is that yeah. okay with you? Mm. Yeah. Because I think, let's face it, sometimes the, the, the senior leaders and, you know, for people who are not yet at that leadership, and it's a great lesson because, yes, we all have, have, have faced with challenges and issues through our day. We need to be very mindful of, as leaders, of what we are demanding of our, of our team. And so we want to make sure that that we create an environment in which they can thrive as as well. Um, but don't expect something of yourself that other people, you know, couldn't deliver. And don't, you know, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself and just mirror it back. Because sometimes when it's mirrored back, in that heat of the moment as, a you know, your senior leader may not re realise that what they're saying is really impossible. And... <laughs> Actually, that, that brought back memories when I was employed, which I absolutely hated. I got sacked three times over mm. that, that three-year period because I wasn't mediocre enough. But mm -hmm. the, the shit that I actually try and get you to do, nobody could do it. Yeah. I mean, you just couldn't do it because of the um, the procedures, the system, the hierarchy. Nobody could create the impossible. You know, mm. they want you to walk on water, mm -hmm. yet the whole place was a mess. I yes. mean, they they actually set you up to fail. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's interesting because because there will be some people that actually hear this call and can relate to that. And sometimes you got to actually move on out. Mm. You know, this is where this will escalate your plan, right? That's why it's important. Get ready before you need to be ready. Mm. You know, I, Lorraine, I remember a story and I often share this um, and, and laugh. Uh, I was young, just it was my first job actually, and I was um, office an office junior slash office manager because it's only a small business. We had um, a sales manager come in and he had come from a big business and he <laughs> was used to a secretary or a, um, a receptionist making people's calls. So he came to my desk and I was head deep into bookkeeping and, you know, my tasks. He said, could you ring so-and-so please? And I looked up at him, I said, 
oh, is your darling finger gone on strike? And, and kind of laughed. I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. That's the way that I handle things. I kind of bring a bit of humour. And he said, oh, oh, can I make calls? Can I? I said, absolutely. Because in that company, the previous company, uh, everything had to go through the receptionist so that she could track and monitor what was going on. Ah. So sometimes mm. uh, having that conversation is good because the other person who's asking that may not know that you're incredibly busy, may not know that they're able to do that or just need some some um, leadership or advice on how to get that done. But yeah, unless you say something, uh, no one else is going to know. That's key. Exactly. And ladies, people aren't mind readers, particularly the guys. No good stomping your feet, slamming the door or just giving the cold shoulder, which they'll probably like anyway because they don't <laughs> want to be talking any- <laughs> anyhow. Yes. Um, so guys really half the time haven't got a clue mm. um, and you really have to, and particularly when you, when you are communicating with them, you have to be st- don't beat around the bush. Get straight to the point. They like it. Yeah, absolutely. And that reminds me of an example where um, a, a woman was in the workplace and her boss, who was a, a gentleman, came up to her and asked her to do some things. And it was really in alignment with this, the strengths that she brought to the table. So she went and had a conversation with him and just said, look, I'd love to be able to do that. Here are some of the other commitments that I have. Now, if I take on your role, it's going to inhibit the other activities. Can we look at uh, maybe outsourcing those? Um, and getting other people to support me so that I can really fully give my attention to these new tasks. And he was happy. He said, yeah, love that. Absolutely. Let me know who you're thinking about and um, go. At, let me know and then we can go ahead and, and bring them on the team too. He would never have known that had she not approached him and, um, and, and let him know about that. She may have just sat there and think, oh, that's horrendous, you know, getting me to do this as well of all of my other tasks. So absolutely have that conversation, yes? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, so getting back to what you were saying initially, people looking to make changes or you know to get more done. Mm-hmm. What is it? What is it you want? You know, what do you want to achieve? Yes. Also, look at what's getting in your way, because mm. you might, might you know, you, you may find that there's a whole lot of fears and other stuff going on there. Chances are there are. There always is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, really, what would be your next best step to move forward? Like, do you need help to move forward? Mm-hmm. Depending on what it is, uh, do you know what you need to do? Then yeah. get off your butt and do it. Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, really, that's. So those clear steps are so important because so often we know what we don't want and we complain yes. about it and, and we bring that up every day. But yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, you know what, have you actually voiced? Are you clear on what you do want? And often, yeah. yes, it's writing down all of the things that you are unhappy with, things that you would love to change, and then go the opposite. What is it that you do want? And again, yeah. then following the steps that you've mentioned, yeah. what are the things that you need to do? Do you need to get support? Um, so, so key. Do you have any examples of, because I think examples and case studies are so good because it inspires and empowers us. Look, if that person has achieved it, I can do that as well. Have you had any other success stories, I'm sure you do, of someone who's done that, taken the steps and now uh, living the life, they've got their business, they've got a career that they really love? Yeah, I think it's like an ongoing basis. Generally, the people that I work with, you know, they're already well entrenched in their own business. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, um, particularly men that I tend to work with, they um, are, are an example of someone I'm, I'm working with at the moment. You know, when we first spoke, he, you know, he was sort of what do you call, overwhelmed, snowed under, 
tired, worn out and over it. That's that's how I sort of describe a lot of the people I work mm. with. Um, and he just just wasn't enjoying life. And, that, and business was getting him down, grumpy with all the staff and mm-hmm. wasn't leading the way. Yeah. And um, so what we did, we had a whole look at a whole range of things. And it's just because he's he'd been stuck. He'd been standing still, hadn't been taking any action, didn't really know what to do. So by procrastinating... He just sat there, you know what I mean? And that was a good excuse not to do anything because he was too scared. If he took a step forward, oh, it might not work. Well, yeah. hey, that's that's life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We won't know until we do something. But what's happened now, and it's taken a period of time because things don't just happen overnight. You know, there's a whole lot of, um, you know, we've got a lot of habits and thoughts in our mindset, you know, that we need to change. And, and it, to make it sustainable, mm. it, things take time, you know. But now the guy is just so much more happier. You know, he's getting out on his, on his motorbike on the weekends. Mm-hmm. He's made plans for the future, get projects he'd been putting off, dealing with staff now, becoming a leader. Mm-hmm. He's now on the leadership program. So now we can actually address his needs. Once we've got sorted his um, <clears throat> personal, what I call personal shit in a nutshell, mm-hmm. once we've got that sorted out, it's an ongoing process, by the way, where no one's ever sorted. <laughs> it's, it's, we we like sort anything. something out and then there's something else in the closet that we yeah, need to exactly. pull out and deal yeah, with. There's always something to deal with. But, yeah. you know, to, to manage life better, you've just got to continually be working on yourself and mm. get the help and support you need. You can't do it on your own, that's for sure. But anyway, um, so with him now, now we can focus on the issues that are actually going on in the business because leadership had been abandoned while we're dealing, well, you know, while he's been was feeling that way where oh is this my life Mm. what am I going to do now I feel stuck too scared to move anywhere now he's feeling really good about himself and we're focusing on well what are what do we need to do to improve in the business and you know as I said he he sort of abdicated leadership so there wasn't any and the people doing their own stuff and he was disgruntled well no wonder he was he was disgruntled because Mm. he wasn't doing anything and he had to lead so now learning the skills and how to be a really good leader so Mm -hmm. it's an ongoing process but uh, to me that's a great example of um you know it's easy to pick examples where they're all selling (laughs) I'm just laughing, sailing off into the sunset. Yeah. But you know what I love about that example, and I think this is so important, that it is an ongoing process because as a leader, whether you're in business or whether you are in corporate, you're yeah. dealing with people. And we yeah. are complex beings, and thank goodness that we are because that makes life so much more interesting. But, you know, within that there are challenges, there are different personalities, but what's most important, and I think what this gentleman did was to take it right back. What's important to me? What am I not giving myself that allows me to show up as best as possible? And he was dealing with, he was reacting, wasn't he? And then with the staff doing all of the going on their own, they had no direction. I would imagine that he was consistently putting out fires, which is what leaders often do when their, their workplace is not, um, or their work, their workforce is not clear on the direction that they need to hand. So I think that's an incredible example but most of all it is an ongoing process so yes Mm -hmm. when you're a leader you'll overcome one challenge and then there's another because you know what you're growing your business is growing your career is growing and uh, you're developing the strengths in yourself that will enable you to confront those challenges and um, take your your team through to the next level Lorraine it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today what would be one last word of encouragement you'd like to leave with people (laughs) I know this could be many but if you were to sum it up what would you say (laughs) I'm just gonna say it just get off your butt and take action you know stop uh, particularly women you know stop 
having it all go around in your head and mm. whinging and moaning and bitching, you just got to get off your ass and take some take action. Yeah. Well, and whatever that action is, it might be a step to yeah. I don't know speak to you know speak to to the boss about something, or mm-hmm. it could be start getting yourself fit, you know healthy, go and get a trainer, mm-hmm. you know do something because mm. because do I tell you something getting because I see this a lot with women getting your pretty nails done and you know and your toes done and your facials and all that that's all well and good and it, it makes you feel good but you gotta that doesn't deal with the real stuff the mm. deepest stuff that's going to really make your life far more fulfilling mm. you know the give yourself stuff. permission to say yes and go yeah. out there and do that one step at a time it's an ongoing yeah. process and you know i think there are so many other women out there that we can um connect with yourself too of course that can empower and and support us as well because often you know as women if we struggle on our own we don't need to do it on our own in fact you know, that's what leadership is all about. It's about, you know, getting a team of other incredible people collaborating with you towards, you know, whatever goal it is. So we, we certainly don't expect our, everyone to do it on our own. Lorraine, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah, sure. Well, they can go um, by email to Lorraine, L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E, at relaunchyourlife.com.au or you can go to the website, mm-hmm. www.relaunchyourlife.com.au yourlife.com.au or if you're really desperate <laughs> you could even ring me and I might actually pick up the phone there you go. I, I will pick up the phone or ring you back you can be assured mm. of that 0411 terrific now Lorraine and I want you to join the conversation so the question for you today I mean you know the that last I mean everything was incredible but that last statement she said get off your ass so what is that one action step that you are going to take in the next 24 hours that is going to get you moving get you into momentum towards the goal that you want to achieve we want to know from you we've got all of the contact details uh, about Lorraine how you can get in contact with her over at annemariecross.com forward slash podcast 14 again leave your comments there check out Lorraine's site and let us know what action you are going to take in the next 24 hours thank you So this is an interview tip to help you ace that interview brought to you by our sponsor acethatinterview.com.au. Never be the first person to state a figure if you are negotiating your salary as this can put you at a disadvantage. Always let the interviewer state their number first and then begin your negotiation from there. Now if they ask you what your expectations are, you may consider saying, you've had the opportunity to review my resume, you understand my strengths and what I can offer your company. With these things in mind, what salary range are you considering? Now remember, use words that suit your communication style, but always be clear and confident when you speak, especially when it comes to negotiating your salary. After all, you're worth it, aren't you? Now, if this is something that you are struggling with, or maybe you'd like support to enhance your interview skills so you can negotiate a salary that pays you what you are worth, check out acethatinterview.com.au for more information. Now that brings us to the end of another episode and I do hope that you will join me again next week. Remember to subscribe to our iTunes channel and mariecross.com 
forward slash podcast iTunes. And by subscribing to our channel means that you're going to be the very first person to learn about our new episode and be inspired and empowered each week like I know you were today listening to Lorraine. That link again is annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. And while you're over there, if you've got a couple of minutes, leave a comment and a rating too. That would be super awesome. See you next week. Make it a great one. Bye, Lorraine. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.